Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dork down for a Hello and welcome to the Dork Forest. I'm Jackie Cation. I am your host of the Dork Forest. You probably know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. We're all over iTunes and whoever has downloaded it and repurposed it for whatever your needs. That's right. So feel free to review the show on iTunes. Uh, feel free to email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns. Anyway, uh, let's do the credits. Mike Rickbert composed and sang that song you just heard. He sang it with his wife, Sarah. He'll sing again his words to the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio, and Vilmos does my website. Okay, there are many ways to support the show. Let's talk about them. The easiest way is just to tell other people about the show and follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat at Jackie Cation and tell people uh, word of mouth, word of mouth. Another way to support the show financially doesn't cost you anything is the Amazon banner. On JackieCation.com, there's an Amazon banner under support the show. And on dorkforest.com, there's just an Amazon link that takes you to Amazon. And both take you to Amazon. You order like normal, and the show gets a little bit of a kickback. doesn't cost you extra. It's just a way, if you order from Amazon, to help the show. More direct way of helping the show, you can uh, give money to the show via PayPal. There's a PayPal button under the Support the Show page on JackieCation.com, and there's a PayPal button on dorkforest.com. You can donate directly. If you want to give monthly, I haven't made that easy. I don't have a monthly setup. Uh, I know that it's easy. Uh, I just don't have any time to do it. So you have to remember every month that you like the show and then give me money. So uh, I'll use it wisely on audio cables and chocolate, whatever. Uh, another way to support the show, if you don't like PayPal, is people have been Venmoing me money. I'll take it. That seems lovely. Jackie at JackieCation.com. It's just under JackieCation. So whatever. If you have listened to all 600 and whatever episodes of the Dork Forest and would like more Dork Forest, there are premium episodes, probably a dozen of them. And they are, in the last couple of years, if I do a live episode, it usually costs me some money. So I have been putting them up on Bandcamp and they cost money. They cost two bucks a pop. But if you go to the dorkforest.bandcamp.com, you can see those different shows. They're usually live episodes around the world. And there is also a four four stories on a on a sort of a handmade storytelling album that I made over there too and those are just a buck each. So if you want to go to Bandcamp, you can do that as well. You can order merch on jackiecation.com. There are shirts and CDs and a DVD of my stand up. There's the stand up CDs Circus People. It's never going to be bread. This will make an excellent horcrux and my brand new album, I am not the hero of this story. And they're all available as CDs on JackieCation.com. They're all available digitally on Amazon and iTunes. And you can just listen to them on Pandora and Spotify and whatever. So, but if you like hard copies, let me know if you want them signed or not. Um, there's also a DVD of the Horcrux album, which is video. That's what a DVD is. And you can download that at ComedyFilmNerds.com if you just like a download. 
Okay, there are shirts. There's my stand-up shirt, Spooky Reading Girl. There's also two Dork Forest t-shirts. So there's the Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt, and there is a Dork Forest logo shirt. And all the shirts are made in the United States, union-made, so they run a little big because they're made by Americans. Other than that, my stand-up is available on the website on jackiecation.com. You can watch my Conan sets. You can watch a bunch of different stand-up sets. You can, and then you can see what my schedule's like. Enough of this. Let's get into the show. It's a really good one. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. It's a big dork forest. Yeah, it's big. It's big. It's monstrous. I got exactly. I got Larry and James from Monster Party. Monster, monster party. party. It is a monster party, you guys. And so, monster party is the podcast, and I've mentioned it many times on the Dork Forest. Yeah, because people love horror. People yes, love they, monsters. Yes, they do. Yes. It's and, big. It's popular. And you guys it's have current. A, it's current, and you guys have a podcast. We do. We do. Called Monster Party. Yes, monster with party. Matt Weinhold and Sean Sheridan and Sean mm-hmm. Sheridan. And so, Matt and Sean and Larry and James, yeah. you guys gather and speak to monsters. About monsters, <laughs> and so I've been trying to get you on the Dork Forest forever. I've only I can I can never get you solo. Yeah, you guys travel in two. We, well, you know, yeah, it, it's true. But but I just want to point out, Jackie, it's not just people who are, are monster fans, but it's because we do the whole gamut. We do science fiction, fantasy, and horror, and monsters. Those are the ones I've been on. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And and so it's because that's the thing. I I love that stuff. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say I like one more than the other. But, right. It, but it's it's amazing when you say that. I mean. Horror fans, it seems like, like, uh, just recently, with the movie It, you know? Yes. Uh, I mean, who would have known that that film would have done as well? I mean, there people were flocking to it. I what mean, is it? What is what, It? Yeah. Wait, Stephen it's a King? remake? It's a, or, well, no. it, it has been made once before for television in 1990. This is the first time it's been adapted theatrically. Yeah. Okay. It's one of King's uh, longest novels. This mm-hmm. is like 1,300 pages. Yeah. It's longer than 1963? Holy smokes. Uh, it's up there, yeah. It's up there. Wow. So is and what is it? Is it like cousin it? Is no, it? no, no, no. Oh no, no. no. It, oh, it's very scary. It is a it's a little hard to describe because it's sort of a shape shifting manifestation of fear. Fear. It's allegorical Ooh, fear. and yet it's it's physical and it's it's basically a clown named Pennywise. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who, Which is in pop culture right now. You've seen the the creepy clown all over the place. I feel now. like that's James Bond's love interest, Pennywise. <laughs> or, uh, Pennyworth or Penny Money <laughs> Penny. Money Penny. There we go. It's a, I might not know a lot about movies you guys so Uh-oh. we're gonna start at the beginning and go forward that's okay. the great thing about the dork forest is mm-hmm. that it could be but so you guys you have yeah. to follow uh monster party at monster party hq on all the things right instagram twitter facebook you can find it and then it's on itunes and and, yeah. and whatnot right yeah, listen, and listen yeah. to the pod and the thing yes. that's cool about it is you know look it's not just it's not just one person it's it's four of us and we're all dynamic individuals and we don't always agree on stuff and sometimes we get in some really heated discussions about about well, well, for example for, ex- for example i'll yes. give you a perfect example and i think james is on, james is on my side so maybe it's not really fair but the whole topic of zombies <laughs> the other two are z- not here no zombies right. are really big you know you got the walking dead you know it's really big you got fear of the walking zombies are everywhere so zombies are in pop culture right now right right okay well i have some issues there are some rules there are rules with zombies number one Zombies can't run. It's illogical. It's totally illogical for zombies to run. However, Matt and Sean 
they're in the different camp. They're all, no, 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 zombies can run if you write a story that makes zombies run. But it, it's not a true zombie. So we've gotten these huge arguments. And, and Matt's argument is, well, there are no true zombies. It's fiction, so you can do whatever you want. Right. Hey, where, hey, hey. Where hey, did hey. zombies come from? Well, from, from the 1968 Night of the Living Dead. Now, we've had this argument. You could say, well, where's that film with Bela Lugosi, White Zombie? No, 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 no. That's not. The, the modern the, zombie the, the, was basically created by George Romero. Yes. Rebooted by George Romero into the zombie that we know and love today. And I actually, I <laughs> we love it. And Jack, okay. Jack well, I yes. ran into, I ran in to George to Romero. Okay. Uh, no, 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 not a zombie, but George Romero. And I asked him, and I filmed him while I did it. I said, "Mr. Romero, you, you are the genius. You are the man behind zombies. Tell me, tell me, just set it, set me straight." Can zombies run? And right. he laughed. He goes, ha, 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 ha. zombies don't run. Now, that's from George Romero. And I look in the camera. I go, oh, I got you, Matt Weinhold. You're so full <laughs> of crap. You know, so so I got it from him. And then Matt throws at me. Well, that's his interpretation. I'm just I'm just saying that's just one example of right. something. You know, we, we just did a show. We just did a show uh, about worst monsters. Right. And, and, and it is, in fact, our 100th episode. So we are celebrating that this month. Yeah. There you go. Now, now I know. This October, you, 100 yes. episodes yes. of Monster Party. And Excellent. I know it may not sound big to you because I know you've got some like 1,000 episodes or something like that. But for, a lot of episodes. Yeah. But, 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 but for us, you know, we do one every other week right. religiously. And you guys, and, and it's the, four of us getting together, bringing the guest, and and it's good quality entertainment. And and it's a scheduling nightmare. I bet you it's got to be a scheduling nightmare. <laughs> it's to tricky. get the four of you, yeah, plus a guest. Yes. Yeah. yes. How do you get Dana Gould to come down off the hill? Two things: <laughs> uh, yeah. food and booze. We always pro- we. I mean, that's the thing because it's monster. I have party. coffee and chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and Jackie, this is great. But but see, the difference is people have some people have criticized us, saying, "Well, oh. monster party, you know, you're you guys kind of talk over each other." And it's like, look, it's not called Monster Interview. It's called Monster Party. It's four guys and a guest. We have some food beforehand. They have some cocktails. And then we start our podcast. So we're all kind of loose, kind right. of freewheeling, you know. And, right. and And we're having fun. And so we're having a conversation. Sometimes when you're at a party and you get in a conversation, sometimes you get in a heated debate. Right? Sure, sure. But, but we've been sensitive to, you know, the observation that sometimes we talk over each other and that can be a little hard to decipher. So we're sensitive to that. I, Do, I think who's we, your audio guy? Well, we, we, <laughs> that's part of the problem. There we go. Because if you had an audio guy who had you all on separate tracks yeah. and then you paid an editor to like, you know, whoever was talking. Yeah. Like if you if you recorded it on five tracks, mm-hmm. then you could go, oh, this is a great conversation. Three of these people have points. Two people are just yelling because they had too many beers. Yeah, and well, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, but, but, but that's that's the my dorkdom of the technicality of podcasts. Yeah. Not as vital. Here's my question: I had one person on sp- speaking to me about The Walking Dead, which I yes. uh, read, never saw. So you read the comic book? Yeah. Okay. And I read the first two. Okay. And here's where I gave up because here's what I think about zombies. Okay. And this is not. I was corrected. Is that uh, the point of? She said the point of zombies is. Um, is not the zombies themselves, but how people react to the end times. Right, yeah. And how they come together or fall apart and what the power structure is and the soap opera of that. Yeah. For me, I think all zombie movies or TV shows have to end one of two ways, which is either the zombies win and eat everybody and then die out because there's nothing to eat. Right. Or they cure zombieism. Mm. 
I don't think you can actually cure zombieism because I mean you actually have to die to become a zombie, so you're you are dead. Okay, you're, so you have to dead. you have, you have to, to, you, you, you have to completely you have to kill patient zero and everyone but, who's been bitten. But, but Jack, I'm going to go a step further though. Yeah. I mean to to, to get into this scientifically and logically. <laughs> I mean, if you if you think I know we're talking about something that doesn't yeah, really yeah. exist. No, but but the, if you think about it, um, zombies. Zombies are they're they are basically the walking dead. They have no there's there's no cognitive thought, okay, okay. What, whatsoever. So you can't actually cure them, but what you can do is uh well you have to ask yourself, well what causes the people to walk be walking dead? So is it a disease? Is it radiation? That's the big thing. And in walking dead, basically you have a society that has been changed. People have – it's like not everyone just gets bitten and, oh, I become a zombie. You could be fine and maybe you, then you feel sick and then all of a sudden you slowly kind of wilt away and then you die and then you become a zombie because there's something in the air. There's something. And in The oh, Walking Dead – Well, the thing about Walking yeah. Dead is what they learn – This and this, I'm not uh, spoiling it for anybody because they it's find like this out – five seasons later. Well, no. In season one, they find <laughs> okay. out that – Everyone is infected. The whole planet oh. is infected. Some people, it's kind of like some people are allergic to bee stings, other people are not. Right. So, but in this society, in this world that's created in The Walking Dead, majority of the people are are allergic to whatever it is in the air and die. And so what's left is the people who are um, not necessarily immune because some of them may slowly develop, turn into zombies. Maybe it takes some people oh, longer. Okay. So, um, but the thing that gets a lot of people, one of the biggest criticisms right now about Walking Dead, I mean, James, you can back me up here if you think I'm, I'm you know, going out on a limb here. Okay. Um, but some people say what's happened recently is there's been less zombies and more violence of people against people because when your society breaks down, you know, you, what kind of society are you creating? You know, is Right, that's you, what Debbie Gutierrez, that was her, that's what she loves about the show. Okay, and, and then... And but, the zombies are just sort of like, they're, they're like, like if you live somewhere in a war zone. Yeah. You would just have to deal with the war zone, but you would mostly have to deal with the people that you were in the fort with. Yeah, right. yeah. And so, so, and so now what's happening, to, to use your analogy, now what's happening is most of the show is about being in the fort. And, and some people, like Sean, Sean on our show has just... just like almost done with the show. He says, look, oh, I want to give it. I want, he goes, look, I want to see zombies. And what they do is they throw in a zombie here and a zombie there, but it's, it's mostly this human drama. Yeah. And, um, Sean, I don't think is really a fan. The thing about it too is, you know, Jackie, it's, it's not the most uplifting thing. It's kind of a downer. I mean, sure. It, I yeah. saw the new Blade Runner movie. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. a cheerful, hey, cheerful hey, hey, moment. hey, 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 <laughs> not everyone here has seen it. Okay. So let's say, seen it? you know what, you know, no, you know, some people have a life. Okay. <laughs> I've got to get it. You've seen it? I've Here's seen what it. happened. Some, uh, some my people 11th have children. Wedding, okay. My yes. 11th wedding anniversary, yeah. I said to my husband, what do you want to do? And he goes, I want to see Blade Runner. <gasps> nice. And I said, okay. And then do you want to get dinner? And he goes, yeah, I want to go to that place that we go to every two weeks. And I was like, well, then let's do that. And uh-huh. it, that was our we- that was our 11th wedding anniversary. Perfect. That's a, that's a nice wedding anniversary. I like good, that. No, well, the, the, we're, we're planning, my wife and I the, are planning to see it. But. The gift that we gave each other on our 11th wedding anniversary was not having to worry about having gifts for each other. That's that was the, the lack of tension was the gift we gave each other. Wow. who cares? You know what? Uh, you, you've crossed the line. That's great. It's very you've, beautiful. You've evolved. Yes, it's... Uh, so... Okay, so the, um, so you haven't you haven't seen uh, Blade Runner? No, I'm I, sorry, I just, I've seen I, almost I, no I, movies. Okay, so. I can't talk about the new Blade Runner. I can talk about the old one, but I really love 
you know, I thought I had only seen the oh right because you brought you brought a lot of Halloween stuff. Well, you know, Jackie, <laughs> it I, is it's October, it, you guys. It's yeah. the Halloween month. You have a giant skull. A giant skull. We've got. <laughs> You've pumpkin, got a pumpkin that moves. It's a pumpkin ghost. It's a pumpkin ghost with, with an a evil ra- cat. Is that it's a cat or a rat? It's, it's a, a cat. cat. Don't yeah, don't don't yeah, touch yeah, it. Yeah. It's and hot. it lights up. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's got yeah. chains. It, but it's cool. What, what's cool is yes, I brought this really cool pumpkin ghost, and it's it's um it's called a motionette. These were made back in the late eighties. Oh, this is a cla- – you did yes, say – you said that yeah. this was a collector's and this, item. And these are the, one of the two-foot-tall f- ones, and I have, I have a huge collection of these. And every Halloween, I set up this whole display in my window, and the people, the parents and the kids come you from all over You have a huge them. collection of two-foot-tall motionettes? Yes, I've got Frankenstein, Bride of Frank – yeah, motionettes. Motionettes. I have – yes, this one's very rare. I have a very rare – Gorilla, and he's holding a flaming candle. <laughs> very, very cool. The Phantom of the Opera that holds a mask. You have, and, and a wolf man, and I, ha- I have the a creature from the Black Lagoon. My God, how cool is that? But I set them all up in the window, and then there's I've got a, a, a couple of Draculas. I have a, a generic vampire, a skeleton. I mean, they're really, really cool to see lit up in the window. If, if there's no other house in Larry's neighborhood where kids can go, oh yeah, they have candy. It's Larry's house. <laughs> and nothing too, Jackie. The thing that I like about it is I'm not one of these guys when i when i set up for halloween i mean i'm i love halloween right i am i am a halloween kid and i'll explain that in a moment but i'm not one of these guys that likes to make scary things like having things jump out and freaking kids out i want to create a nice happy um spooky halloween Halloween. experience like i don't have things that are like cartoony these things are really cool and they move and and they nothing jumps out at you right that it's they move slowly but they but they are clearly haunted yeah and and kids (laughs) kids love it i have a giant skeleton that hangs outside the the front of the house and kids come and parents go god i just i just love these what you do every year stuff for years well i've been oh i started back in 1976 you know but but, getting back to uh, being a halloween kid and james kind of james kind of knows this i'm my birthday is in October. Mm. And what's oh. so cool about this, Jackie, mm-hmm. is when I, I was born in October, I love monsters. I like creepy things and stuff. So all that Halloween stuff would always come out in October. So for my birthdays, I always got, you know, the creepy models or the oh, rubber right, right. the rubber jiggler monsters or the, the chattering skull. I mean, I've got a huge collection of that stuff. Right, but I've right. always been a Halloween fan. And, okay. and, and you know, uh, Halloween when we were growing up as yep. kids back in the like late 60s, early 70s. You know, it was it was a different time. You know, you where where costumes. You know, costumes. You had like the Ben Cooper costumes, right? You remember well, you're, those, you're Jackie? Pe- no, we never did Halloween when I was a kid. Uh, what, what? We were not oh. Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, uh, instead, <laughs> oh. I, I had bad parenting. Oh. And, uh, my, my parents oh, I could not be bothered. Subject. Oh. And, uh, you and no. I could have been friends. You know, you could have hung out with me and we could have done costumes and stuff. It would right, have been right, fun. Right. But I knew I had friends whose moms made them costumes. It really? Was a big, it was a big time for, for moms to make kids costumes. Well, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, making yeah, I mean, homemade costumes is the way to go. It's the way to go if you if you can if you can fa- if you can face it. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and if you, I mean, even a shitty homemade costume is kind of fun. I yeah. You, yeah. I had teenager boys a couple of years ago, a couple of young men, yeah. a little old for the trick or treating, yeah. except the fact that they were all wearing like duster jackets, like those long coats. Yeah, and uh, they pretended to be blind, so they had sunglasses on. <laughs> okay, okay, and all right. One of them was facing the door. One of them was facing to the left. The other one was facing behind. And they oh. all had their bags out and said trick or treat in unison. And oh. I was like, that'll be fine. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> so, good. That's that good. is successful, well, gentlemen. That, that, but that's another thing that's really changed about, sorry, it's, no. it's really changed about Halloween is that back when we were growing up, 
you know, there were costumes in Woolworths. Everything was a kid's costume. Yeah. Now, that's so much of it is geared toward adults. Well, it's funny you should say that, too, because um, I, you know, if you think about those costumes, those Ben Cooper costumes that you got as a kid. What I hated about it, though, is, is, you know, sometimes your parents, oh, I don't have time to make a costume. I'm just going to go and buy one to Woolworths. So you get the Frankenstein one or you get the creature from the Black Lagoon one. And you're so excited. The mask looks cool. And then you take out the costume and basically there's a picture of your character <laughs> on the chest. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. what? what the, it's like a bib. And I'm like, what, what the hell is that? Like the creature from the Black Lagoon. I love the creature. I live for the creature. But it's like I have a creature mask and then it has a picture of him. And it says creature from the Black Lagoon. I go, what? Yeah. what? The real, creature, the real creature did not have his no, face on his chest. No, and, da- and now, Jackie, check this out. Be like if Elvis did that. If you go, <laughs> so right now in 2017 at Target, yep, at Target, believe it or not, mm. you go there. They actually have a creature from the Black Lagoon costume for kids, for kids, and it's all scale. It's beautiful. It's so oh, really. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I had to get one for my daughter. It's yeah. like you're, you're, well, I didn't say you're going to be the creature. I went, here, honey, here, I want to put this on. <laughs> you know, and the mistake is they should have made adult ones because I would oh, buy yeah. it instantly. Have you seen? I've been at a Walmart and a Target recently, and they have. They're kind of in the pajama section, uh-huh. but they're 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 giant furry costumes. They're like animals and Tigger <laughs> yeah, and yes, like wow. they're like footy unicorns. Pajamas. There's a unicorn. There's, yeah. yeah, and yeah. you're like. Well, I kind of, I kind of want that. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be a bunny? Yeah. But um, like uh, last year, we had people over to hand out candy because mm-hmm. we're the only house that decorates. <gasps> um, it's true. Andy loves. He has uh, like the see-through thing that he puts on the porch. Yeah. And it's a piece of paper that looks like the Grim Reaper. It has a giant, <laughs> and so it's lit from ba- the back. Uh-huh. Uh, and he goes shopping day after. Day after Halloween, oh, that's right? He's so smart. Yes. yes. There you go. Yes. He, uh, to, uh, it was last year or the year before. I can't remember. He came home day after Halloween and he was like, I found six Dementors. <gasps> no. He hung them all. It must have been two years ago because he hung them all in the tree last year. Oh, I wow. like this guy. Yeah, yeah. I like him. He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a well, it, It's funny you should say that because it, it's true. I'm one of those guys that I, after the ha- Halloween's over, I do like to go the next day to see what's there. What can I pick up at 50% off? Yep. Right. And one of my biggest regrets, oh, I was I talking about this with you the other day i don't remember okay okay i love rubbery creatures you know like like rubber spiders rubber spiders and and bats and and i had this huge thick pterodactyl back in the 70s i loved it so much yeah we were talking about this and i but it basically fell apart because i was trying to make it fly all the time and but but get this get this jackie jackie at the end of one halloween yep and this is back in like i want to say 83 or 84 there was a big halloween superstore and they were trying to get rid of everything and down on the floor was a giant eight foot rubber snake. Normally, and it was huge, thick eight. rubber. It was eight feet long, right. huge rubber. I mean, the cost, it was, they were selling, I think, for $500 on sale now for like 150 bucks. I flipped down and went, oh my God, Jack, the, the snake. But the problem was, yeah. his little rubber tongue wasn't there. You know, he had been beat up. Everyone had played yeah. with a rubber snake, you know, for the whole uh, October. And I'm like, oh, that one, that one oh. Was 150 bucks. Well, uh, I, Two. you know what? I, and Jackie, sometimes I think I should have taken that rubber snake and said, look, his tongue is gone. Right. How about mm-hmm. you take 50 bucks? I should have done that, but I didn't. And uh, I regret that to this day. Wow. The negotiating. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to commit. Yeah. So, yeah. but, but, but I, I picked up the skull. Mm-hmm, I've picked mm-hmm. up that pumpkin. I've picked up a bunch of stuff, uh, but that is a great time, it uh, is. you know, for the, decorations. The most expensive thing that I've 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 told before, I'll be telling it again. Yeah, is uh, the, <laughs> I bought the Sky Mall. I bought a zombie coming out of the the dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just a it's a torso and arms 
of a of a dude coming out of the dirt. Out of and, a sky mall? Yeah, it was in the sky mall magazine. <laughs> on the airplane. Uh, on the airplane, yeah. like from three years ago or four yeah. years ago. Yeah. And I think it was like a hundred bucks. And I felt like this is a lot of money. But uh, you know, this is something I knew he would love it. Yeah. And uh, you know, I usually don't buy any you know, I'm psyched. He likes to he likes to decorate the house. Right. I like to have the house decorated. Yeah, yeah, I'm and with you. Uh, um, <laughs> he's really good. He does it for Christmas. Yeah, he at Easter he bought pink flamingos. He's like, I think these are Easter. <laughs> and I was like, That's a desperate cry for help, my friend. Okay, I, I got. I do have a question. Okay, so, sure. So you didn't necessarily do costumes when you were kid. Did you ever get a chance to go out and trick or treat? When no, you- no. We uh, I got to hand out tr- uh, treats because my my uh, when I was like eight. Yeah. Till I was eleven, there would have been some trick or treating, but my stepmother was very busy, and she was like, "Sure, just here, why don't you hand out candy? It'll be fine." And then, uh, and then, so I never wore costumes. Andy loves Halloween so right. much, and I like the idea. You know, uh, I uh, we went to Iceland. Uh, but a month and a half ago, and uh, you know how you can go to a portrait studio and dress up like a cowboy, and they'll yes. take a picture of yeah. you. Yeah. We got dressed up like Vikings at a portrait studio in downtown Reykjavik, and we're—I uh, got a bow and arrow. Uh, he had a forty pounds of chainmail. Right. And uh, do they have Halloween there? Do they? Uh, I don't know. In, Halloween is very American, isn't it? Very American. It's, it's, it's pretty it's lit. A, you know, <laughs> it's, a, the, it's very. It, well, no, October it'll be dark all the time. Oh yeah. right, yeah, because yeah. we were there the beginning of August and mm-hmm. it was light until eleven p.m. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I don't know. I, I want Halloween has to have darkness for me. It should. I, I yeah. totally agree with you. Yeah. So Ideally. so you know what Halloween wouldn't work there. I guess that's what well, I, that's what I would say. And there's only three hundred sixty thousand people. So there you in go. The whole but country. You, but you know, it's funny. Halloween has become so incredibly big over the years. It has next to Christmas. Okay, yeah. you know, Christmas is big. But it's like, you know, Thanksgiving can't even hold a candle to it. No, it's it. become like the second biggest industry. Absolutely. And it didn't used to be that way. No, and and it's funny. When I was a kid, it, it seemed like, you know, things are geared more towards kids. But right. now, I mean, with where we are, kind of in the L.A. area, you have these huge parties. Like in, in, in West Hollywood, so huge streets are closed so you can have this giant party of adults. Right. You know, right. dressing up in costumes. Well, and, and stuff. it's it's um, L.A. It helps just because there's like amazing lighting produce producers and directors, right. well, and sure. so the lighting is amazing. And, and, also and the decor set and the, decorators, and the prosthetics, and, and the types of makeup you can have access to I, here. I think also yeah. because you know you've got Hollywood. You know you have people in entertainment. And uh, my wife and I, before my kid was in the picture, we we went down to. Uh, West, like Hollywood. West Hollywood you for, the... for for uh, a few of those uh, Halloween party th- things, and it was amazing how many great costumes I saw. And actually, right. James, do you what guys dress cool... up every year? Oh, uh, uh, actually, that's a really good question. Um, I do, James. I haven't dressed up. I haven't gone to a Halloween party for years, so I haven't dressed up for Halloween. I found myself dressing up in cosplay for conventions more recently, which is okay. not something I ever thought I'd do. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun. What do you? Is it? Is it science fiction? And like, what what do you dress as cosplay? I mean, well, I think all costuming is fun. Well, you know, my thing is that I I don't want to do something easy, and I don't want to do something too familiar or uh, too often done. You so, like to shake things up. I like to shake bit. things up. <laughs> yeah. um, my, awesome. My first costume was a character from Boardwalk Empire named Richard Harrow, the HBO show, and he's a wow. disfigured World War One veteran. Okay, but he's also a very kick-ass character because he's actually had a very sweet side, and yet he was a, a sniper, a dead aim sniper. Okay, and he had to wear a face mask because his face was disfigured. And I thought, well, that's out of the box. So. I did that for Comic-Con and the first time I ever dressed up. And it's not one of those, it's not like you're Batman. You know, not a lot of people know this character, but right. that's part of what made it special. 
That 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 is always fun. Did you did anybody recognize it? Yes, a couple um, of people did come no, up and I, go. A couple, a couple of dozen uh, over oh, the course really? over the course of a couple of days. Right, and, you know, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> I got like twenty five, <laughs> but the ones who recognized it were psyched. It, it, very psyched, and that's that's part of the the whole and fun was, of it. Was it a World War One like uniform? Is that what you were? No, but World War One sort of period uh, clothes. Like I had an old blazer and okay. like, like an old uh, knapsack I found from the Army Navy store. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you you went there. An old cap, and then and then, and then last year, uh, at the last Comic Con, I was. Um, you know, in Halloween, uh, the Michael Myers <laughs> character, the the original uh, John Carpenter Halloween, you know, that mask that Michael Myers wore was a repurposed William Shatner Star Trek mask. That was a Captain Kirk yeah. mask. So what I did was, because I had never seen anybody do this before, I bought the Michael Myers mask and had a, a Captain Kirk uniform on. Very oh my clever. God. That very is a clever. very nice mashup. <laughs> Thank you. <That> and, a- <laughs> and I got a lot more response because this is something that's, you know, it, it's not something that's necessarily common knowledge, but a lot of fans who go to Comic-Con, yeah. they got it. Right. They're your people. Right. They're wandering around the, the Star Trek Halloween. Is that the name of the Michael Myers movie? Halloween, the John, As, John Carpenter's Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Now, James, James, so he chooses not necessarily to dress up for Halloween. Now, I do every year because my wife and I, we have a thing where my wife actually stays home and gives out candy. Whereas okay. I'll always go out with my daughter. And my daughter and I, over the years, have always done things where we're a theme. Right. For example, for example, like uh, when she was younger, she dressed up as Belle from Beauty and the Beast. And right. I was the Beast. The okay? Beast, right. She was Tinkerbell. I was Peter Pan. And right. so we've been doing this for years. Now, the great thing, the thing I love about my kid is, so my kid has developed this love for monsters. And you did Hermione and Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was, was awesome. Dumbledore while she, she was Hermione. Hermione. Oh, that's awesome. She made a great Hermione. But, but now that she's gotten really into monsters and creepy things, mm-hmm. so now, this year, this year, she's going to be um, the character Eleven, from Stranger Things. <laughs> and, and so she goes, so daddy, what are you going to be? And I'm like, this is tough. I'm like, oh, what can I be? Can I, I be the Gorgon creature or whatever? So I've decided, you know what? I'm going to do something. We're, we're not exactly going to go as a team, but I'm actually going to be, because I've got the raincoat, I'm going to be um, Georgie from It. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. With a balloon? Yeah, with the red balloon with... and the yellow rain jacket and stuff. And a little paper boat. With a little paper boat. And nice. maybe I'll have an arm missing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but my daughter, it's so great. My daughter is getting into these spooky, creepy things, and she was going over options as to what she could right, be. Right, right. And originally she wanted to be 11. Then she goes, wait, I want to be Samara from The Ring. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> she's 11. No, no, I'm sorry. She's 12. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Okay. And uh, and then she started to tell me like other characters that were all like she was thinking about being Wednesday from The Addams Family. Okay. Oh, so this, I mean, so I've had a lot of fun with my daughter trying right, to figure right. out what we're going to be. So, uh, so some friends. Friends of mine, they um, they they put their baby in a bee costume, and then he was a beekeeper. <laughs> that, was kind of, that was kind of a cute. That's that was great. kind of awesome, right? That's great. Yeah. So my my kid and I, we we do have a great time. You know, we're in a we're in a nice little working class neighborhood. We go around and we always try to get as much candy as possible. And, and we know, never give out candy. Whoa, 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 whoa! I know whoa. it. I know it. What the Actually, hell are you saying? <laughs> On Halloween, you don't give out candy. It's not strictly true. Initially, Andy didn't want to give out candy. He wanted to give out toys, and so he toys. Would, yeah, he orders toys from uh, toys made by children for children. Oh, the no. Oriental Trading Company. 
So <laughs> made by children for yes. yeah. Oh, I and, know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like they're they're little. You so know, you want kids to have clean teeth? Yeah. Okay, that's great. Well, right. it that's, is. That's well, nice. the thing yeah. is, well, it's 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 completely eroded to this year and yeah. the last couple of years. We they've had really cool gummy. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. Like gummy bugs. Yeah. And gummy, gummy bugs and gummy eyeballs. eyeballs. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we've been giving those. Out. Okay, that's good because I, I got to tell you, Jackie. If there's anything I hated when I was a kid, <laughs> toothbrush. Jackie, I got the to- I got the toothbrush. I got corn nuts. I remember thinking, "What the hell is this? Corn nuts? No, corn yeah. Nuts. Did you get corn nuts? Like, you know, it's like you go around the neighborhood and you know people go, "Here's a little Snicker bar. Oh, here's three Musketeers. Here's a gumball. Whatever. And then you get the corn nuts. So, what the hell? Healthy crap? Are you kidding me? I got a toothbrush, Racist. and you know, yeah. and I wanted, I wanted to take that toothbrush. I wanted to throw it back at them. Like, hey, take your toothbrush, you know. <laughs> and uh, I got very, you know, vi- I don't want to say violent, but it's like I, you know, trick or treat's a time for kids to go out and be kids and and have candy. I'm, right. I'm a big but proponent of so, candy. Yeah, but there's only so much candy that they can eat, really. But Jackie, come, come on! I, I, I feel like I don't mean no, to put no, limits on you. No, 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 no. See, on see you. Get, cause you didn't I'm get, not here to box you. Per, perhaps, perhaps because you didn't get to do it when you were a kid. You're missing out, man. I, you, you got it. We got to take oh, no, you out trick or treat. Yeah. I overeat. Okay, okay. There's but some see, overeating. My goes kid, on. you know, I remember my kid. My kid, you know, she. After because she, she hoards, y- then you yes, hoard and you yes. dole out, right? And, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and let me tell you, I am not that parent that says, "Oh." Let me try some of that. Let me have some of your candy. I don't do that. You know, I let my kid have her candy, you know, because we always have some left over. I don't need right. to go into her candy. But but it's like... You're an adult. She, you have a job. Yeah, it's exa- her candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, her, it's her candy. But it's like... She we'll, took the lap. We'll, we'll empty it out. We'll look at it to make sure there's nothing weird or strange in there. Right. And then, um, you know, and then like she gets, and it lasts, it's, you know, no, no, but she's, she's good. She doesn't like, uh, overeat so much where she gets sick. I mean, she, she does have candy that first night and then she has a little more the next day and the next day. And we, we make it, we, we make it stretch, but don't, well, does hate- it ever go bad? No, Never have no, it so long that it goes bad. Well, if the clown throws an apple in there, yeah. I mean, <laughs> then, you know, we we talked about this on one of our shows. Remember the the whole mystery of oh, beware of the apple that that, that someone might put a razor blade in. It Was it. one right. one kid's uncle, right? No, no, we, it we, wasn't even. It I was, don't even think. I don't even think it's true. Oh, no, it was, we, I think we did some kind of survey. We're fine. It's a myth. It is an a, urban legend. It is an urban legend. Really? Think about it. And we brought this up on. We did a show about Halloween a while back where we had Dan Roebuck and Fong Sam. That Dan Roebuck the actor and he and he says think about it you know you put a razor into an apple first of all how much is that going to cost you know and then are you putting like a bunch of razors in an apple and don't you think the kid uh, and the kid's family might go gee where did this apple come from and you go over the neighborhood i mean it's not like you're going to be some whiz you know like a whiz criminal and try hey i'm gonna right you're not bernadette peters in uh, into the woods yeah so, i mean it's not like oh it's a witch a witch gave me the apple but that, so. that changed things big time for trick-or-treating i think because people suddenly became really concerned yeah and And that's i think when they started taking their kids to safe places like malls like malls and yeah and then the stupid thing is then you would they would take your kid to a mall and they didn't have candy so they give you a coupon for 10 percent off like this is this is crap jackie this is that's not i want to go out to the you know i remember greg barrett used to do this bit about uh there's nothing fun about a fun size candy bar Mm. because he gives out full-size candy bars (laughs) that's awesome the fun that is great. Fun sizes are like half the size of miniatures. That's like half the fun. Well, yeah, it's half well, the fun. Think of it this way, though. You know, when you're doing trick or treat, it's a job. Okay, it's a job. You got to work for it. Okay, yeah. for you to go from one door, if you time yourself to go to one door, ring the doorbell, 
trick or treat. Thank you. You know, and then you go to the next one. You know, it's it's what? How long is that? Does that take two minutes, three minutes? So it's like yeah, you least. multiply that. If you get you know twenty five dollars per hour or something like that, you figure out how many houses can you go to. Five thirty to nine p.m. Yeah, yeah, that's well, what we're talking about. Yeah, three yeah, hours. No, but you yeah. can get you those little fun sizes. You put them all together. That equals more than a big bar. You know, but the thing that gets me is you know look do the I'd rather get a fun <laughs> size candy than. You know, if someone like scoops, you hear, here's a scoop full of uh, candy corn and throws it in your bag. Oh, what yeah. the hell is that? No, I, I used to get nobody's little... doing loose candy anymore. I don't. Think I hope of... no. We've we've be... got that. We've yeah. And then the gumball, the old gumball. It's just like one gumball, and it's like, what the hell is this? Give me Smarties. Give me, you know, Smarties are great. Do you ever get money like coins? Yes, yeah, like it, pennies and yeah. stuff, or a dime or something. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, we, here you go. Yeah, <laughs> keep yeah. moving. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I hang out with uh, uh, these people and and uh, and I, I have these friends and and they have anniversaries and and birthdays and I always forget when anyone's birthday is or anything. So I do a thing that my dad used to do when he would forget. Our he never. I'm the youngest of six, mm-hmm. so he would always just take a dollar out and go get yourself something pretty. <laughs> and so I do that with my friends. They think it's funny. They don't know that it uh, has a history of oh. my father not giving a shit. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't mean that my dad doesn't give a shit. No, just, I, he just doesn't give a shit. No, the, the truth, truthfully, we I, it fell apart. So I did. Story. I did get uh, you know. Growing up, I, I did get some money, like uh, you know, it was like either a dime or a nickel or something like that, but and, it was never consistent. No, where, and where did you guys grow up? Well, I grew up in uh, Northern California in the San Jose Bay Area, which is considered like Silicon Valley. And I grew up in Flushing, Queens. Okay. Yeah. Did you go door to door in Flushing, Queens? When I was smaller, you know, when I was a little kid, uh, you get to a point, or at least you did back then, when you outgrow trick or treating. And yep. whoa, 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 whoa! Well, this hey, is this hey. is actually one of the things that I, I thought might come up because one of the things about our show is that even though we have all been friends for years, there's still some stuff that comes up that we don't all know about each other. Yes. And I'm about to share something with you. Are you are you going to do another thing? The worst thing I've ever done in my life. Uh huh. Because when. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> When I was, uh, I don't know, maybe 14, okay. 13, yeah, too old to trick-or-treat, but you have all this energy, and you're with your buddies from like middle school. Yeah. And what we did, and this was sort of the thing to do in New York at the time when you were a kid that age on Halloween, go egging. <gasps> you, you didn't. Throw eggs at buses. James Gonis, you <laughs> threw eggs? I can't believe I ever did I that. Got, I you? I know. Who I the know. hell are you? I, I, yeah, it's just, just this weird time in your life when you know you're yeah you're so, criminal so, time. <laughs> you Jackie, Jackie, you you think you know someone for twenty years and all of a sudden he throws his shit out like I threw eggs when I well, was a kid. But are you? No, no, no. I did you really? A thirteen-year-old is uh, by definition a jackass. So <laughs> I, I didn't do that crap. If a thirteen-year-old did that here now, they'd probably get arrested. Yeah. Back then, I remember in New York that. Uh, every Halloween, whether I was doing it or not, there'd yeah. be eggs all over the place. Yeah. There'd be cracked egg yolks and, and eggshells on buses, on yeah. cars. Uh, but I participated at least one Halloween, I remember, and I'm not proud. Well, at least you didn't set things on fire. A toilet I mean, paper? You did know. you do any toilet papering of things? Never did that. God. Okay, you Does literally, paper somebody bought money? a dozen eggs, and you're like, we're going to whip these at somebody. Well, because that's that's a pretty easy thing to throw. Toilet, I never had a good throwing arm, and toilet paper requires <laughs> some pitching skill. Right, right, because you have to arc it, and yeah. it's got to be able to drape. Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay, but here's the thing that gets me. You know, eggs cost money, too. I mean, who's the clown who did that? Oh, yeah, let's put all money together and get a bunch of eggs. 
eggs or did you take them from like some kid's fridge? It's like, no. mom won't know. I actually thought you were going to tell me that you were going to, that you shook down some kids. And I was like, that would have been okay. worse. Our, Throwing some eggs no, is better I think than my, shaking down kids for candy. My, my friendship with James might have ended if I found out that. I can't, you know, I don't think the guys know that. You had a violent, you had a violent streak in I haven't brought, I've never brought let that me, up Let me tell life. you, Jack, maybe I'm a little, maybe a, little, maybe a little old school. Maybe I'm a little, you know, maybe I'm a little like passive, but I didn't do shit like you know, throw eggs at buses and stuff. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I was a, no, no, no. I was a fan. That's because you I were was, raised in the Bay Area, a bunch of hippies. Yeah. Oh, but, okay, the, yeah. The oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. Hippies, smoking reefer. Back yeah, then, the, the boroughs were a very particular place to grow up. Yeah. And you know, it was very much the neighborhood. And I'm not defending it, but it was pretty commonplace back then yeah. at that place. You know, I again, I was, Jackie, I was a fan of Halloween as a yes. kid. As a teenager, as a young adult, I was passionate about it. At when I was to this li- day, to this day, living <laughs> it's at happening home, living out, at yeah. home. When it got to the point, and I actually stopped when I was fourteen um, because I loved dressing up for Halloween. It was like it was like a big thrill. But then I felt I was making the transition, and I liked to dress up, and I would try to decorate our house or put my creepy things out, and I gave out candy, and I enjoyed doing that. But then, then I got to I was going to Halloween parties too when you got to like seventeen and eighteen and that kind of thing. Yeah, but I never. I never thought, hey, what the hell? Let's throw eggs at buses. Oh, where? Yeah, I never. Uh, it was. Uh, I th- I th- I'm going to blame it on your friends. You're yeah. Hang- you were hanging out with dirtbags. Yeah, ne'er do wells. Ne'er do wells. Yeah, you were going through some tough times. And I, I wish know, I could I mean, go back the... to all those motorists and apologize. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. Was it, was it at that age you did the whole interiors thing? Yes, actually. Okay, Jackie. <laughs> He did something. It was a bad, it was oh, a bad Jackie, couple of years in James's he, childhood. He told this story that uh, it nearly broke the, my in heart. In the in-between years, those awkward years. So now, we're, we're big Godzilla fans. We're all big Godzilla fans. Passionate. You know, we all went to I Japan together to go you know, toy Godzilla, collecting. Minya, Ghidra, you know. Oh, I, I've, I've, I've seen God. a couple of the movies. Okay, yes. okay, okay, okay. We so, own some. So get this. Here we are. We're adults. We love Godzilla. We've always loved Godzilla. Right. Except for. Well, I had a period ahead. where, you know, I, I was outgrowing things or I thought that I was. And I, I was trying to be more adults at the age of uh, 13, 14. Sure. Time you're throwing eggs. Yeah. And one of my egg throwing buddies uh, invited me to a matinee of a Godzilla movie. Okay. Uh, Godzilla and Monster Island. A new Godzilla movie at that time. And when he told me what it was, I, I laughed. I laughed at him because I couldn't, believe, him. I couldn't believe that someone of our age wanted to go see a Godzilla matinee. Right. What it was I, before it was okay to never grow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. 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 Yeah. There was stigma. And and Woody Allen had just won the Oscar for Annie Hall, and his new serious movie, Interiors, was coming out the same day. Okay. And I really wanted to see Interiors. Mm-hmm. It happened to be playing at the same theater that the matinee was playing at. So I went to see the Godzilla movie with my friend, and he left, and I stayed for Interiors. And an usherette found me sitting there, and she didn't believe that I bought another <laughs> ticket to this movie. <laughs> so she picks me up by the scruff of my collar, no exaggeration, and marches me out to the uh, to the window. And, and the, the ticket guy was like, "Yeah, he bought another ticket." It's like, "Wow!" Oh, you didn't sneak into the. I, I didn't sneak movie? into it. But I, me, I was. You so, were yeah. the nicest child yeah. in the world. Well, yeah. Yeah. Smokes. You know? Yeah. nice, yes. But I thought but to myself, I remember there when, was a bad dark right. time. When James and I yeah. first met, it was only one day. When James and I first met, I remember saying and telling my wife, "God, if." James, if I knew James when we were like 12, man, we would have been pals. We've been buddies. And then he tells a story. And, and then I'm like, like, Jackie, Jackie, broke I broke your heart. Uh, 
oh my god, when he told the story, I was almost in tears. I'm like, if I was that friend, and I said, hey, let's go to this, and you would have scoffed at me. Oh my god, we would have been done. We would have been done. I would have gone. You, you go, you asshole. And I would have gone in the theater, watched the Godzilla film, and I would have cried. He did and go with him. Though. He did. I yes, did. yes, but I he did. scoffed. He scoffed. I did scoff. Yeah, and the, and the, that Godzilla matinee was not one of the better Godzilla movies. But still, but still, but still. You know, okay. I mean, now, and, now, at, at, this relationship is the greatest thing I've ever well, seen. In my see, life. see, here, see, here's the funny thing, though. See, as an adult, when I met James as an adult, and how we met is is really kind of interesting because we worked at this place where um, he worked in one part of the building, and I worked in the other, and on my desk, I had a little Godzilla figure. CIA. And I knew Dude, you guys and I, were in the CIA. And, and I knew no, well and, and I knew <laughs> It was who, actually Playboy magazine. Playboy, <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. So okay. so so I knew who James was. I was introduced to him, but he was just this nice guy who worked with playmates, blah blah blah. Great. Well, after about a year, it took a year for him to come over to me and says, Hey, Larry, um, so I noticed you had a Godzilla on your desk. And my first thing I thought about was, oh, here this clown is going to make fun of me because, no, okay, I'm going to defend Godzilla. Well, well, yes, yes, I do. I do have a Godzilla on my desk. I'm a you big fan. You hang out with noodly ladies and, and yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. have a Godzilla I have on my a monster desk. on my And you know what? He looked at me and goes, well, I'm a Godzilla fan too. And I'm all, <gasps> and all of a sudden we just started talking and we just were like two peas in fast a pot. Friends. Oh, fast, fast friends. friends. He's, he's like my best friend. Mm. But yep. then, like I said, I've known Jane for 20 years, and then every once in a while, he throws out something like, I threw eggs when I was a kid. And I mean, again, I, I never knew this. You think you know someone. I, I don't think I've ever shared that with anybody. It's just one of those, like, Jackie, you know, what did you do? Because you're not psyched. Because you're not psyched. What, yeah, what's in a... these drinks? What have you put in these drinks to make him that bring up this Coke story? That Diet Coke in his New York City MTA, in his Subway <laughs> cup. It's, I have this, the... Um, I have a comparable story with someone I never liked. <gasps> Hung out with her for about two years because she had a car, so she would drive us both to open mic. And okay. she, we one week she said, you pick the movie, and I'll pick the movie next time. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so I picked a sane movie, <laughs> Defending Your Life. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a right. wonderful mm-hmm. movie, Albert, Albert Brooks. Brooks. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Life-affirming okay. about death. It's even, it's even death-affirming. It's even death-affirming. Okay. And then afterwards, the following week, Pardon my language, fucking Silence of the Lambs, uh, which I am not good with tension. I don't enjoy tension. It's uh, a great it makes movie, me Jack. T- it's it a is great movie. Not, not a bad scene in it. Incredibly well done. Yes. Guess what? I never needed to see a terrifying movie <laughs> that I was, and it was packed, so I yeah. couldn't get out of my chair because oh, she made us sit in the middle. No. And it was, uh, it was the end of a friendship that barely existed. Is wow. what I'm telling you. It's a great story. <laughs> now, just out of curiosity, did she kind of know? Did she kind of yeah. know? Jackie, yeah. you know what? She was you, a dick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That because that sounds kind of mean. Like, it's look, a dicky if thing you, to do. Look, you and I were friends, and if I, I didn't know that you don't like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Jackie, I would never say, Jackie, oh, I'm taking. We're going to, to see Get Out. No, 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 no. Or no, Jackie, Cabin in the no, Woods. No, no, which no. are the two scariest <laughs> movies I kind of wanted to see. Right. Uh huh. No, but I would. I would. What I would say is, I would never force that upon you. I'd say, okay, Jackie's tolerance is X. So right. I would. I would say, well, maybe we're not going to watch that. Um, but we're going to try and see something else. Maybe I something saw like the- aliens versus alien. Okay. Alien, uh-huh. terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Aliens, scary. Yeah. But actiony. Yes. Right. Actiony. That's and, true. That uh, is true. I can do actiony. Yeah. Scary. Genuinely frightened. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not what I'm looking for mm-hmm. in a movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, they've already won. 
the right. horror, the horror. Yeah, I, Congratulations. I actually, considering the irony of being on Monster Party, I tend to stay away from movies that are a little too rattling too. Well, but, but you see, see, it's not like there's there's something and, that and there's, they can be really there's, well there's done. There's the horror, yeah. what they call what the horror porn or torture, torture porn. porn. You, know? I, you couldn't pay me to see no, an Eli Roth no, movie. There's there's stuff that I'm not, not interested. We we did a we did an episode um, called Foreign Horror. Mm-hmm. And one of the most famous foreign horror films is this film called uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Mm-hmm. And it's a film that I know of, and I know of the history. I've never seen it. I know of it. But right. because because our topic was foreign horror, I felt like, well, we kind of had to talk about it because if we didn't, it'd almost be, well... Because the, the, your we, fans know there's yeah, sure. minutia yes, that yes. they know. And it's, it's, a, it's a famous film. There's a lot of things in the film that... I don't need to see. There's actual like really real deaths of animals in it that I don't need to see. Right. Yeah. But there's a very famous scene where someone gets impaled. Now, the weird thing about it is you go, well, you know, I've seen sword and sorcery films. No, this is really, really graphic. In fact, so graphic. When this film came out, um, people actually thought that they re- killed someone. And and the director was actually put on trial. They had to prove... They had to find the person they, who had, which, the which actor who had been which impaled. They, which they did. And also there was an agreement by some of the <laughs> actors, there was an agreement by some of the actors yeah. in the film that once the film comes out, you vanish. You vanish for wow. a year. And, and Oh, because it was a horror film yes, that was part of the marketing exactly. thing. Well, and the weird thing, they, they did something similar with Blair Rip Witch, too. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they, they tried to... The actors that, that were in it, they said, okay, when the film comes out, you're going to, like, go away for a while. We want to create this this thing that, oh, we this is found footage, and right. that you were really killed, and, yeah. and, and it created all this buzz. And a very cheaply made film made millions and millions of dollars. Right. So, Cannibal Holocaust, it's... It's not a film that I recommend, but we kind of right. had to talk about it. And the history behind the director going on trial, is that's an interesting thing. Who was the director you said that you would not see? You couldn't be paid to see? Eli, Eli Roth. Roth. Yeah. Eli, Eli Roth. Roth. I guess yeah. he's sort of considered the founder of torture porn. I don't know if okay. he's necessarily the founder, but what's happened is he's like no. How many now, do- he, movies does he have? Does he have a lot? Or it's got quite a few. Is he, he cranking them out? He was responsible for Hostel. Hostel, yeah. Okay. Which, which Matt has said that you know it is kind of it has this drama this you know th- these people are uh you know you're you're a student and you're traveling across country and and you go hey let's we'll stay at this hostel and they think hey there's going to be kind of like sexy women there and you kind of okay. they, and we're going to party and you you're brought into this you right. know, place and it's kind of like you know flypaper kind of a thing. Okay, and these horrible things happen and it's very graphic and it's and and the 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 makeup is so good right now. Mm-hmm. And and some of the stuff, I was watching a movie not long ago, and there was a death scene in it, and I was like, this is way too real. I feel like yeah. someone's preparing me for something. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I, what do I, why do I have to see what it would really look like? Because this yes. looks pretty real. Yeah. And yeah. pretty gross. Yeah. And, um, well, with, with, the, with CGI and the incredible makeup effects, you're right. You, you can actually create and do anything. Uh, it, looks pr- it looks pretty darn, like... Like someone's done, like someone's in trouble. Well, you know it's weird. It's uh, but I can see why you'd want to do it if that was your art. Yeah, right. Yeah, but but I think there are ways. That, there are some great classic horror films or monster films that feel like they don't need to be that graphic, or maybe due to the times they didn't, and it'd still be very creepy. We were talking about a film called The Innocence. Mm-hmm. The Innocence, um, which is with what year? Uh, uh, I want to say sixty-two or sixty-seven, but it's with Deborah Carr. Oh. And it's a great mood piece about this. She's this governess that's it's it's kind of takes place in um, the the uh, it's 
I want to say like in the, what the fifties or something, or, yeah. or, or or like forties or something. And yeah. so she's this governess to come take care of these two kids. Okay, and there are these anti Mary Poppins. And, yes, <laughs> yes, because it's a boy and a girl. Okay, and and, and actually, the ages are very similar. Mm-hmm. But there are these ghosts or spirits that are kind of like possessing the children. Right, and it's great and it's creepy and just what they do with lighting. Um, it's it's really simple what they do with lighting and just people behind glass and it's 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 so great uh, and creepy and gives you and it, 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 it isn't super graphic no it's just no, no. it's all implied so see this yeah. is a film that i would say jackie i know you don't like the graphic stuff of like science yeah. Atlanta, but let's watch this because it's kind of like a gothic horror film or something Wait, like that matt, matt weinhold your buddy matt weinhold from mm-hmm. monster party yeah. and i'm talking by the way uh with larry and james from monster party it's at monster party hq monster party mm. and uh <laughs> and but he matt has that projector with 35 millimeter 60 yeah, millimeter, 16 millimeter yeah. prints that he collects yeah yeah you know? he, he's a and, huge fan of 16 millimeter films and yeah. he we watched we were at this had to be three or four years ago mm-hmm. the ghost and mr chicken oh, oh what yeah. a funny film Don i had never seen it <gasps> i no. never heard of it no i was like this is a scare. And it, there Were was, you living under a rock? I've, I've always lived under a rock, <laughs> especially when it comes to Halloween and horror movies. But I'm on board. Yeah. And because I remember when I was little, there was a movie theater in my my little factory town in Wisconsin. It was mm-hmm. called the Garden Theater. And every Sunday after church, uh, my brothers and sister and I we would all spend. Uh, I was raised in the Appalachians in uh, the 20s because we would spend a dime and go to the Garden Theater. I don't know how much it was, but it must have been cheap because sure. there were so many us yeah uh and we would go and it was always an old-timey black and white monster movie uh-huh. like dracula or werewolves or right. or the mummy or something like that sure and i remember watching them when i was like four or five six years old and never being scared and mm-hmm. just kind of laughing and yeah. being psyched you were having you know it was like a, it was more of a psyched kind of thing yeah. about how scary it was and creepy it looked yeah and i would like to recapture that yeah. that 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 i think is kind of the, one of the neatest things about halloween well you know it's funny you 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 touched about on something Matt does have this massive collection of 60 millimeter films. When we were all kids, and this is before the days of uh, VHS or DVDs, but when I was a kid, if they wanted to show something, there was a 16 millimeter projector that was wheeled into the classroom, and then right. they put something on, and you would hear in the background the the, the projector going <laughs> as the as the movie or the thing. You know, it's like. Dental hygiene. This is what you learn. <laughs> but but there was something kind of special and and um, visceral about that sound. You know, right? It and, was and, why the projectionist in movie theaters were in a sound were in a, exactly, in the, right. so that you didn't have to hear that. But when, at school, when yes, and when Matt has these little parties, if I mean, I would say to your listeners, if you ever get a chance to go to some kind of sixteen millimeter screening or something, go just for the nostalgia. It's so fun because you're watching the movie, you're hearing the projector. And typically, it's it's rare that everyone's sitting there and everyone's being quiet. Normally, it's like you're watching something and people are like talking to the they're screen, usually, and, you know. Yeah, and yeah. They, and that, that's fun, you know. That when it's when it's done, you know, if it's not constant, that's fine. But you you touched on Ghost of Mister Chicken with Don Knotts, such a great movie because it it, it it's just it's just fun, scary, yeah, yeah. Because Don Knotts, you know, who was in um, uh, Andy Griffith, Andy Griffith, you know, he was. In his, this is like he's Mr. His, Chicken. 
Yes. yes. He's the one who's yeah. Mr. There's, He's not the ghost. There's, yeah. this, there's this murder in this town, and um, uh, he's supposed to be, he's trying to be a journalist or something, and right. he goes, he hears this scream or something, he goes running into this old mansion, you know, and sure. and, and he thinks he sees these horrifying things, and he and he, he's just terrified, he runs back to the, the newspaper place and tells about what happened, and, and it turns into this big story in the town, and how some people believe him, yes, you did see these ghosts. You did see these things. It kind of has like a Scooby Dooism thing about yeah, it, but it's yeah. it's a wonderful film. It has some great creepy organ music in it, which it has I some love. nice organ music, some eyeballs, yeah. and a picture. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I came to it late. I never saw it as a kid, and I, did, and yeah. I always assumed that the premise was that he had to spend a whole night in this haunted house, and that's partially it. But yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that there was so much of his interaction with the town, yeah. and that's most of the movie. Yeah, but yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. That's a good film for you. I that think. it was yeah. a great film for me. I was yeah. psyched that Matt Weinhold introduced me to such a thing. Yeah. It's uh I uh when he gets better cuz he had a little spot of surgery got to get him on do you have yeah, other suggestions he, he in some, that? He had in some that... back surgery, and he's he's pulling through. He'll he'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Percocet's helping out a lot. I oh yeah, think, you know. <laughs> he's, he's a tough guy. I'm allergic to all things perk. <laughs> your Percocets, your Perca, per, all, all they give me hives. Yeah. But uh, what is are, are there other movies like that that are sort of light, but also um. Good Halloween movies that the well, yes, audience might certainly like. uh, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein I mean, is the that, granddaddy. That is a classic. Yeah. That one I saw as a child. Yeah. yeah. And the funny thing is, we talked about that. I mean, people would say if if listeners don't know, I mean, Abbott and Costello were a huge uh, comedic team. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the uh, day, forties and fifties, forties and fifties, and hugely, hugely popular. And some people think that oh, you know, when the monsters kind of lost their being horrific and monsters that's when Abbott and Costello came in but the truth of the matter is when you look at the film the horror is played straight yeah you know it's it's done with a lot of affection and care yeah and right, they're clear. They 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 love the genre. I yeah, think. And, yeah, and and typically, typically, most kids they would catch, they would see that, and that started the love of a lot of these monsters because many kids saw that. It was an introduction, exactly. Right. And so back during that time when that film came out, you know, the advent. Of, I mean, with television and stuff, when a lot of these horror movies started to play on TV. Kids say, oh, I saw Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. I want to check out this Frankenstein with Boris Karloff or The Bride of Frankenstein or The Wolfman with Lon Chaney. And, and that way you get to see the whole serious story. Right. You know? But yeah, hugely popular, that, that yeah, film. Yeah, that, but that was a great one. That's mm-hmm. another one. And, but Ghost of Mr. Chicken, I think, was in color. And Abbott and Costello is in black and white. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, and, and you know, the, what's cool about In Our House yes. with my daughter my daughter's not one of the kids that says, oh, it's black and white. I don't want to watch it. No, 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 no. I taught my kid well. You know, yeah. my kid, if it's black and white, she's totally It shouldn't even it. be an issue. Just right. watch Jackie, the moving you, picture. Jackie, you would be surprised as to how yeah. many people say that. Adults. No, adults my go, sister. Whoa, whoa. Okay, <laughs> Who I okay. love dearly. She, no, she's dead to me. She's dead to me. Okay? It's like, like these adults, oh, it's black and white. Oh, I can't. And then what I want to say to them, say to them is, oh, okay. Why don't you, so I guess you're not going to watch Woody Allen's Manhattan because that was black and white. Huh? Huh? <laughs> There's any That's number a- of reasons not to watch Woody Allen. Oh, well, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> you guys! Whoa, I struck a nerve. Yes, struck a nerve. Yes, you All did. Right. Yes, All right. you did. But but so. but it's like it's like when I hear that, it's like you you are so full of crap. There's yeah. a lot of great stuff, and I'd be willing to bet. I'd be willing to bet if we if we if we tied your sister up and we put her <laughs> and we put her in front of a TV and said you're going to watch this black and white movie, she go no no no. 
I think <laughs> if it's a good one, if it's good, she's, she'd get into she's, it. She does get into it now, but yeah. she, but yeah. for, there was there was decades when she was like, "What are you watching?" And I was like, "It's a Cary Grant, Catherine Hepburn movie. You're <gasps> out of your mind not to enjoy such a thing." Oh. And uh, do you ever see Holiday with oh. uh, Cary Grant and Catherine Hepburn? It's not Holiday Inn. No, it's okay, not yeah, Roman yeah, Holiday. Okay, it's yeah, not. You, you threw me out it's there. just Holiday. It's 1938. Mm-hmm. Catherine Hepburn, Cary Grant. It came out after Bringing Up Baby. Okay. Yes. And yes. Uh, and it's it's a it's a romantic comedy. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a it's funny. It's smart. It's mm-hmm. smarter than Bringing Up Baby. It's yeah, one of my favorites. It's not very Halloweeny though. It is <laughs> not. Know? So we can keep talking. Keep yeah. Moving. Yeah. Well, another there you one. Go. I, so what, I I love to watch. You know, you say like, what do you like to watch at Halloween? A couple things I love yeah. to watch. Number one. I think ultimate Halloween movie to, for me okay. is Night, the classic Night of the Living Dead, the yeah. George Romero from 68. Okay. Yeah. That always gets me in the mood for a Halloween. Okay. The second one, believe it or not, I like to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, I mean, yeah, I can because, see that. Because I the, tried to get into that every year, and yeah. then I... It doesn't hold up as good as I want. Like, what, 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 what do you mean it doesn't hold up? I'm of course so it holds up. Jackie, no, Jackie, I'm with you, Jackie. Jackie I didn't think it was. Animation. Oh, you're so. I full didn't of think crap. it was all that to begin with. You, you, I was you, disappointed. It's more Christmassy than Halloween. You know, look. Uh, yes, yes, but you see, if I'm watching on Halloween, it's Halloween characters and stop motion animation. I watch. I watch um, um, Charlie Brown. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. I watch that. That's the cartoon that I watch. I love that. And then, then I, I, I think. I've been try- I've been looking to buy the Ghost of Mr. Chicken because yeah. I kind of want to watch it every you can year, get it. You and can. I'm going to get Abbott and Costello, I think, because yeah, that, that's, that's going to be great. What do you yeah. like to watch? Night of Living Dead might be too. Well, that's the no, one in the mall, what, right? Uh, Is that the one well, in the mall? That's, that's, that's the, the newer version. That's Dawn of the Dead. Okay, and and, and Jackie, again, I would not pin you down and force you to watch it because I I get a feeling now of like what you're like. I right. would, I would I'm I would a lightweight watch, when I, it comes to attention. See, but, but see, Charlie Brown, uh, uh, it, it's great. Pumpkin Charlie Brown, yeah. is a classic, and I love love watching it. Right, because. I mean, I think it's been established, Larry, that you're a bit of a nostalgic buff. You enjoy <laughs> well, possibly some yes, nostalgia. I, I love Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I, I do. No, um, yeah. I also tend to watch Night of the Living Dead, the classic. Uh, okay. But, but uh, John Carpenter's Halloween. Uh, because, Which um, you were saying Halloween, and I keep thinking you're saying Halloween, and I'm like, what is oh, Halloween? It's my you, it's my New York it's, it's accent. Your New I, York accent. Your, I thought it was your Greek accent. <laughs> it's that too. It's funny because sometimes <laughs> on our show, you know, again, we're we're drinking, we're having a few cocktails. Right. Every once in a while, we'll say something, and you mispronounce something, and and there were several times <laughs> when James in a row just he said something, a certain word uh, uh, with an that, accent. Well, and, and it's like, or Sean would correct him. It's like, do you remember that? Oh, well, oh, it was. Like, the, 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 it was from Star Wars, the, the twin ion engine spaceship. <laughs> yeah. And Sean said, well, I had pronounced it eon engine because in Greece, they say eon, and not ion. And then Sean corrected me, and I said, well, the Greeks pronounce it eon. <laughs> so, and so it's become like a running gag. Yeah, and then we say to Sean, what, what do you hate about Greeks? What, what is it? You know, that, was a, that was a great right, thing. Right, why well, got to... Wait a so at Halloween, that's the one where there's there's sequels, obviously, right? Many sequels. Many, many, many sequels, sequels, but the first one is genuinely the scariest. Oh, absolutely. And, and, no the, one knew. and a real plot, and, right? And no, it, yeah. It's like a, the first season of a reality show. Nobody knew that it was going to be the greatest thing in the world. Right, exactly. Yeah, okay. But, but there's something about, you know, I, when I was growing up, for maybe two or three years in a row, there would be midnight shows of Halloween, and every Halloween it would be a tradition. I'd go see it with friends. Right. The same friends who went egging with me. <laughs> and um, Well, are you still friends? Is everyone Grown up okay? Has I think right? I think they're like school teachers now in Queens. See, I, I there haven't. You go. Yeah, yeah. It's 
But almost almost any John Carpenter movie evokes the Halloween season for me because of the music that he largely composed himself. But movies like Prince of Darkness and Christine, and they do they just have this even Escape from New York, which isn't really a horror film. They have this autumnal feeling, and it's largely because of that music yeah. that he. Composed. You know what's what's a good uh, autumn movie? Big. Really? Oh, yeah. I like Big. Because <laughs> it has That's that fun. nice... There's He's going through... The leaves yeah. are falling at the yeah. last season. I always think of Autumn. When Harry Met Sally. That's another Autumn movie. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, not very not Halloween-y. Really. No, nope, neither one I mean, of them. You know, a no, little big, terrifying. Big guys a little bit. You know, they're yeah. a little... Godfather 2, because the leaves are blowing. <laughs> Again, <laughs> not really a halloween <laughs> Godfather 1 has the uh, the horse's head. Right. So there's... Oh, well, yeah. That's very halloween Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. I see it. My relationship with the moving pictures is so complicated that it's, it's, I used to watch all the movies all the time. I'd go every weekend, I'd watch five or six movies. And then I moved to Los Angeles where everyone has an opinion. And to some extent, they kind of ruin movies for me. Mm. It was too, I got too many commentaries about the, the lighting or the production choices. And you're like, who cares? You know, I, does it look like everyone's real? I kind of like it. I understand. You know, Jackie, I as as I like to go see a film, and I like to go and just I'm I'm immersed in the film. I I don't want to analyze it. I'm sitting there and going, oh, okay, well, the light was over here, and oh, the acting in there was right. Because no, I'm not a director. No, no, no. I I just I. It's just when you go see a film, I like to go and experience it, and enjoy it. So just when unplug. I come, when I come, yeah, when yeah. I come out. That's maybe I can analyze it. My first reaction is, "Gosh, I really like that. That was a lot of fun." And yes. then I can, boy, the kids in that were great, or the dialogue was great. Oh, the, what they did, how they handled this, was, but not—I mean, not during it. Or right. you know, I want to try or, to experience it and have fun with it. Right, and don't yeah, and and try not to find if if you if you give me some sort of weird review that involves like so, like nuances of acting and nuances yeah. of of production, yeah. uh, you've essentially. Pulled me out of the fact that that was a Wonder Woman movie. Right. So I'm just. I'm by the one, way, which I loved. By the way, it was people I on horses that. fighting World War One guys. It was pretty great, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a great movie. Yeah. Anyway, that was so, a lot of fun. You guys, uh, it's been an hour. You'll be oh, disappointed. No way. Yes. Where God, does the time go? Really that, fast. It went really fast. I, I could. I see, could go I another hour. I've, I've, exactly. Yeah, I, I have so have many Halloween stories. Uh, a lot of Halloween <laughs> yeah, stories. Yeah, I do. would love to come back. It's good. Yeah, you guys got to come back. Or maybe get the other clowns in here. And, you know, get Sean and Matt in and here. Every, and then you could compare. You could say who was more fun. <laughs> maybe that's what you'll do. <laughs> All right. So everybody, listen to Monster Party on iTunes. And are you on YouTube? We do have a YouTube presence with some entertaining videos on there. Yeah. there you it's go. a lot so of look fun. Up Monster Party HQ, and it's at Monster Party HQ. I've been talking with Larry and James. My name is Jackie Cation. Uh, you've been listening to The Dork Forest. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?